0: Um, I've had a number of people, one or two people, ask me what my jumper's made of. Emily. Want to know what my jumper is made of. So, so you have to start guessing now what might, you might think, what's he, what's he talking about? What's his jumper made of? Um, it will fit in later on. I, I, I do promise you it will fit in later on. <laughs> uh, um, somebody actually gave me this jumper and I quite like it. Uh, Kim's like it. So um, you're not allowed to shout it out. You have to keep it to yourself, alright? Uh, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> so I'm not giving any clues away at the moment, but um so I want to talk to you today about this is a low one. Yeah, it won't go it won't go up I don't think so no it's all right. I want to talk to you about wisdom and creativity today. And if you turn with me to Proverbs How many in time are not too bad. Proverbs chapter eight wisdom's a, a big enough subject to have a whole book of the Bible dedicated to it. Proverbs chapter 8, I'm going to start from verse 22. And um, so the book of Proverbs is is basically about wisdom. And it starts in this, you know, the, um, how you get wisdom, how you attain wisdom, seeking wisdom. And, um, and it talks about it. so, so, here, when it's talking about the Lord brought me forth, okay, in verse 22, it means wisdom. Now, um, some people would interpret that as actually that the, um, wisdom is personified in God, okay, so, which is true. Many things are, like Jesus is the resurrection, so resurrection is not just a concept, it's actually, he is the resurrection. Love is, a, love is not just a concept, God is love, that's how we know what love is, actually, and then he manifests it. In our lives, okay? And so wisdom is a manifestation of who God is um, that is available to us to manifest in, in our lives around us, okay? Just like you, uh, God is love, so we, we can love. So, so his love is manifest through us. So wisdom is an aspect of God's character and nature that he deposits in us so that it can be shown to the world, okay? So this is talking about wisdom. The Lord brought me forth, that's wisdom, as as the first of his works. And that's interesting. Okay? So, So the first of God's works was actually wisdom. Before the deeds of old, I was appointed from eternity, from the beginning, before the world began. When there were no oceans, I was given birth. When there were no springs abounding with water... Before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills was, I was given birth, before he made the earth or its fields or any of the dust of the world, I was there when he set the heavens in place. Isn't that interesting? So, so what we're saying is wisdom was there as as God was creating the heavens and the earth. I was there when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundary so the waters would not overstep his command, and when he marked out the foundations of the earth. So so wisdom was, was an integral part of creation and creativity. Okay? Then it says this, Then I was the craftsman... At his side. I was the craftsman at his side. Wisdom and craftsmanship are linked in God's heart and mind. Okay. I was a craftsman at his side. I was filled with delight day after day. Wisdom if you get filled with with, with wisdom, it, it, it will delight you. There is something about it that is delightful inside you. It will the wisdom of God, the wisdom from heaven is delightful. It will delight your inner being. Okay? Now, I'm not going to go into it in detail now, but there is a difference between heaven's wisdom and human wisdom. Okay, It tells you really clearly that in, 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 in James, um, and I've talked about this a bit before. One of the clearest ways I know to distinguish between human wisdom and heaven's wisdom is that human wisdom is usually based around fear. It's around caution, and, and, and so be careful is, is a caution in, in um, human wisdom. Be careful in God's wisdom is, is be careful to do everything I've called you to do. It takes you forward, not pulls you backwards. Okay. So heaven's wisdom doesn't contain fear. Because right? there is no fear in love. So heaven's wisdom has no fear within it. It's a really important concept. Um, because fear doesn't delight, does it? Okay, so I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence. And that, that's one of the keys uh, to, 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 to acquiring wisdom is always rejoicing in God's presence. Okay, so one of the things I felt really strongly as I was preparing for this morning that God was going to rain down his, his gift of wisdom upon us today. Okay, so it's part of what God is doing, that, that membrane that's getting split. Actually, wisdom is is yours today for the taking if you want it. Because it tells you really clearly in 1 Corinthians 12 that there is a gift of wisdom. Not just a gift of faith, but God wants to give you his wisdom. Okay? Now, I like having his wisdom. And I probably pray for his wisdom more than any other thing I pray for. And um, we'll come on to that. And I know that he will give it to me because he's promised to do so. Tells you really clearly in, in James that if you are, if you lack wisdom, what should you do? Ask for it, and what will ha- what's the outcome of the asking? He will give it to you in what measure? Generously, and there's a condition on it: without finding fault. So, so him giving you wisdom is not dependent upon whether you've made some mistakes or not. Because he does it without finding fault. So today he wants to deposit wisdom in you, and it's not dependent upon the mistakes you've made. And one of the things I want to get beyond is, is actually the, the concept that wisdom is only directed at problems. Okay? Because cause I think when we face problems, we often cry out for wisdom. I want us to take. I want. To, I want us to upgrade beyond that today to creativity. See, God wasn't solving a problem when he created the earth. Okay God, God created the Earth because He chose to, not because he needed to, yeah? God was not lonely god didn 't create the earth because of a need within him, he created because of his delight and his overflowing love Yeah, does that make sense to you he, so so what I, what I want us to to learn to is is not just direct wisdom. Uh, where we've got problems, but actually how we're going to be creating the things that put on display the glory of God. Okay? So rejoicing <coughs> always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world. Wow, there's another secret. Who made the world? God did. So what? Can, we can rejoice in his world. Now, it is fallen and broken, yeah? We understand that. But the ability to still rejoice in what God has made with the intent of fixing the bits that are broken. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not very good at fixing things. Uh, I'm really not. Um, I I wish I was better, but I'm not. The other reality is it doesn't really interest me. Um, uh, But I, I do like fixing people's bodies. That really interests me. And each to his own. Um, um. <laughs> I said, are, I, I'm glad that I've got, I'm glad I know a guy called Mick who can fix my car, and he's brilliant at it. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad for good plumbers. I'm glad for this. I'm glad for great architect like Martin Steele. Yeah, and we have in, in, actually in front of us a, a, an aspect of, of God's wisdom and creativity coming into being that we're going to enjoy, which is our building. These gate and people say, Wow, that's, and I, I show people pictures of it and say, Wow, that's a wonderful building. Rejoicing in the whole world and delighting in mankind. Wis- wisdom delights in the potential in other people. And it's exciting. I get excited by this. Put that down there. Whoa. One of the things that, that, I've thought about quite a bit over the last few years. Is the power of our imaginations? Um, I don't know about you, but when I was when I was going through my schooling, I was managed. To, I managed to be convinced. I'm not quite sure. I'm not blaming anybody, but certainly. But what happened to me was I I managed to be convinced that I wasn't creative in any way. Because I was an intellectual one, and you might you know I had a choice when I was doing my choosing O levels GCSEs nowadays between Latin or art. No brainer for me, I chose Latin. Why? Because actually, I was convinced I couldn't do art, and I'm, I was very good at Latin. Really, I, I, that I find it easy. Latin's an easy language to learn. Do you know why? It's got a limited vocabulary, and it never changes. It, it, it's really, it's not it, be funny, people think it's tricky. It's actually not a tricky language to learn because it's actually, it's, it's, you know, you don't have to, it's, it's fixed. It doesn't have the vagaries of a, of a modern language which, which develops. Latin is a fixed I agree. So learn it, do it. It's easy. I can do that. (laughs) Um, But I was convinced. So so I basically believed, and I think it is a lie, that I wasn't creative. Well, there were people who were creative, but I wasn't one of them. So that was, you know, um, I don't believe that's true. I believe we're all creative. Have you all got an imagination? We have. Well, that, that's where your creativity lies. And I can imagine things. Now, what, one of the things that I love, but I, I do love to see the kids, it, it, imaginative play amongst children is fascinating, isn't it? And I don't, I've never met a child who can't do it. It's amazing what a stick can mean to a young boy. It can become a multiplication of all sorts of things. And if it's the right shape, it's definitely a gun. <laughs> but it, it can become a lightsaber. It can become it can become anything. Anything that's going on up here, can't it? It was it was it was great fun on the church weekend away. We, I was looking out of, of our sort of mobile home window <laughs> one morning, and there's a group of about four or five lads playing. And um, and yeah, guess what they're playing? No, they weren't playing football. They were they were playing. Cowboys and Indians styles With, it, with it. somebody had a double-ended lightsaber. I wish I forgot. Got to get me one of them though. And everybody thought that's that's a cool weapon to have. I got to have that one. But if you couldn't have that one, you had to imagine you've got some other one that was equally powerful that you could combat with. This is all going on. And can you imagine? You can picture that, can't you? When girls, it's not, I'm not just trying to be sexist about this. It can happen. Girls can play that. I know. But actually, when girls dress up, what are they doing? They're imagining. It's, it's inbuilt. Imagination is inbuilt. Lego. What a great, what a great toy Lego is. I love Lego. I really do. I think it's, I think it's the most amazing toy. You like Lego? Anybody else like Lego? Yeah, lots of adults like Lego, yeah. (laughs) David likes Lego. And I used to love playing Lego with David and Kerry. And it was fascinating to see how their different imaginations worked. David would create starships and all sorts of things like that. Well, Kerry would create different things. See, there are lots of stuff that's designed in our world. Lego is probably one of the most successful toy products in the world, is it not? It's got to be one, of the, if not the most. Do you know why it works? Imagination. I wish I'd imagined Lego and created it. We can laugh at that, but actually, what, what is the possibilities of imagination and creativity? Who imagined the iPhone? I think new things being created all the time. See, God's got this extraordinary imagination. I, I honestly love studying the, 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 the intricate details of the human body because it just fascinates me. It is extraordinary. You know, you can look at this, think, this amazing body. Hey. <laughs> you can look at a cell in the body. Each cell is, is a miracle going on all the time. Right now, there are miracles happening billions of times every second in your body the regulation that happens in your body is just simply extraordinary. It it, it is mind-blowing. Now, how your body adjusts to the, the circumstances around it. One of the things I... Or you hear people talk about it, it's getting, people getting downloads from heaven. Do you understand? you heard that, that phrase, downloads from heaven? It's where God puts ideas into people's minds. Do you know what that is? That's wisdom. It's wisdom from heaven. And do you know he deposits it in you because he wants you to demonstrate his glory to the world? Um, one, of, one of the stories I love, just going back a few years, um, a guy that I, I knew... Back in the past, I haven't seen him for a few years, Um, and uh, he he lived in America, uh, he lives in America, and he's an engineer, and he had his own, um, well, he was working on a project for the space shuttle, when NASA were trying to produce the space shuttle, and uh, they got stuck, um, because there was a component that they needed that nobody could design, and they couldn't, they just and it was a vital component for the space shuttle and uh, he was he was he was one of the guys trying to solve this problem um there were others trying to do it and they couldn't do it until one night he, he had a dream this guy and god sh- showed him how to make this component he showed him the design of this component in a dream which he then did and it worked the space shuttle works because of a dream that God gave to a man. Now, many of us benefit from space shuttle technology, that little bit without even thinking about it. Satellite? You know, how, mu- how many of you got a sat-nav? Uh, those things depend on, <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff. Do you understand the, the, the consequences of a man receiving a dream? Now, having said that, there's bit, there were some other consequences, because this man actually then formed his own company, and it was the basis of him forming a company, which actually enabled him to generate wealth. One of the things he would do with his wealth was he would – and he's, uh, he's actually from India, this guy, so his origin is you know, um, from India – he would take himself to Nepal, where he would use some of the money that he had generated through his business – to literally buy slaves out of slavery, literally do this, and then invest in them, set them up in micro-businesses. So not only were they taken out of slavery, they were not just set free, but they were then set on a course for life where they could sustain their lives. How did that happen? I would suggest it came from wisdom, from heaven being deposited in a man's heart, and then love shaping that into a way that was manifest that brought freedom and life. Is that not beautiful? The power of wisdom is extraordinary. And it's not just about solving problems, but it does solve extraordinary problems. It solves big problems. Not just getting the satellites in space, but actually you imagine what it means to be brought out of slavery, literal literal slavery, and then set on your feet with a business so that you can earn an income. Is that not amazing? Who's going to dream and have visions? All of us, yeah? Who's Holy Spirit going to get poured out on? All flesh. So this is not limited. You have an opportunity today to receive from heaven things that can change the world. When you go to bed at night... It's not just to get some well-earned rest so you can survive the next day. It's an opportunity. Okay. <laughs> Let me see if I can push this one. When does a biblical day start? When God created the heavens and the earth. Well, when he's creating, the, creating earth, actually, he takes you through the, the, the period of a of a day. Okay? And and when does it say the day begins? Evening and day. God's day starts with rest. And then you work through the day, okay? What is possible? <laughs> what, what are the possibilities of your sleep time? i tell you, they're limitless. And I think it's a mistake for us to, to have an idea that actually you, 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 wear your, you, you wear yourself out so much during the day that you just get sleep as a, I need sleep to get me through the day. It's, it's the wrong, it's not a biblical way around. I want to just turn that on its head. Rest, creativity, work it out, rest again because you've done a good day's work on God's purposes. Does that make sense to you? It's a good way to live rather than, Glenn, I, I need a rest. Yeah? It's. it's it's a much, much healthier perspective on life, and it makes a bit more sense of the concept of living from rest, okay. So so I've oh got here. I just had this idea. I, I could see me when I used to kick a football on my own. Do you know I was imagining who I was? In my day, it was probably George Best or more likely to be a Chelsea player, to be honest. I tried to avoid the other teams, you know, because so I imagine myself as Peter Osgood scoring the goal in the win, you know, winning goal in the cup final. I imagine myself scoring the winning goal in the FA Cup final. I imagine myself competing in the Olympic Games. Yeah. Do you know what imagination does that sort of fires a vision that actually starts to help you channel your life? In a disciplined way, because when you've got a dream that's worth living for, you will actually sacrifice other things to to pursue it. When God sort of got hold of my life at, at 16, I was just thought, "Wow, you're amazing." Rest of life's okay. To, I'll, I'll sacrifice the rest of life to have you, and that's the pursuit I've been on ever since, and I, I, I regret not one moment of it. And I think that's what it means to seek first the kingdom of God. I'm seeking him. And know what comes in after that? It says, all things will get added to you. And I'm starting to live with the idea that, actually, all things. A direct consequence of me seeking first the kingdom of God is that that he wants to give me all things. I get kind of excited about that. He, He wants to give me all things. So I want you to imagine the limitless supplies of heaven. Okay, can you start to imagine... Limitless supplies of effort. has God got some ideas that we haven't come up with yet? You think well, surely because is, is there ever in, any end to the advance of technology? No, why? Because actually God's not finished; He's infinitely eternal, so actually they come out of Him. And I, okay, I love seeing people healed. Okay, I, I really do love seeing people healed. What I love even more is seeing people not ill. I want to suggest to you that there's a greater work there. Sometimes we wonder what greater works, that, how could you do a greater work than Jesus? And one of the things I've said is actually eradicating disease is a really big, good, good deal. Okay, so as a doctor, I no longer have to treat smallpox. Do you know why? Got eradicated. How did that happen? I think an idea came out of heaven of how to produce vaccines. I think God's got answers for health that will go, take us even beyond healing. You understand that? I love seeing people heal, but I would love to have a solution for AIDS so that nobody ever got it. Does that make sense? It's one of of my dreams. I'm praying that actually a solution, a vaccine or whatever, is is, is found so that actually that, that wipes out that as an issue that good? We're a greater work set, and I believe it's possible. How about music? How about art? Education. Has got got some ideas about education? I think he has. Does he want to give them to us? Yes, he does. I'm getting quite excited about the concept of education at the moment because um, God has definitely raised this on our uh, agenda. He it's on, it's on, it's on, it's put it on our radar screen. It wasn't something we sought out. God has put something on our radar screen, and is it. Tuesday week, isn't it? We've got a meeting about, for anybody who's interested in, in the, the concept of us uh, setting up a free school, and there's a meeting on Tuesday, the 3rd of December, isn't it, Dave? Um, and there are things falling into place at the moment. You think, that is remarkable. Literally this week, some things have, you know, whoa, Really? Because really when we started to look at this in detail a few weeks ago, we thought, well, there's some big mountains to climb. Didn't we, we were talking with Alan. In case you don't know, Alan, Alan Cassidy is working particularly alongside me, but also in the school. Alan used to be a, a head teacher of a, a primary school. And as we started to look at this, he said, well, wow, there's, there's some big, big big mountains to overcome. And God's just taken a few of those out of the way, hasn't he? he just You think faith just moved a few mountains. He, well, it's just, whoa, that's just disappeared. You can start to walk into something. Why? Do you think God's interested in education? He is. God loves people having knowledge. He really does. How about parenting? God, God got some ideas for you on parenting? I think he has. Each child's different. Formulas don't work very well. You have to find your own solutions. I tell you, God will give you wisdom. He will. If you're a parent, pray it. He'll do it. You do it in marriage as well. How about books to be written? This, is, this, is, this really is on my heart. I, I've um, just finishing, finished yesterday, I was working quite hard on this yesterday, the editing so that Unwrapping Lazarus will now come out in the U.S. Um, but my heart is that that's going to open the doors for, for many other books to be written from North Kent Community Church that are going to bless the world. And, uh, okay, so, so, I'm, I'm prompting people about this. I know David Webster's been working towards it, and I've been, I've been prompting Kim about writing a book. I just think that, because I think God's putting stuff in here within us that actually can help other people. Do you know, who are the guys, who is the, the man that's first mentioned in the Bible as being filled with the Holy Spirit? Do you know? There's a test. Adam. Oh, that's a good point. But, but it doesn't actually say it. So it's a good, his name's Bezalel. You find him in Exodus, chapter 31, first off. And um, remember, and I'm going to land, I will tell you what my jumper's made of in a minute. Because actually, remember when God gave Moses a a blueprint for making a tabernacle, which is where God was going to, to dwell amongst men. Yeah? And and. God had the blueprint, but you know that he gave the craftsmanship to a guy called Bezalel and the Holy Abbey. It says that actually he's the fire who's filled with the Holy Spirit and gave him the, the ability to create what God had put in the heart of the mind of Moses. Okay? And I think it's a beautiful picture of craftsmanship sitting alongside God's blueprint, because without Bezalel it would not have happened. Now, one of the things it talks about, it talks about the things that, 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 are crea- that, that are given for the tabernacle, and it talks about gold, silver, bronze, onyx, olive oil, interesting, olive oil, uh, w- uh, wood, um, other things, goat's hair. Um, and i thought, goat's hair? What's goat's hair? <laughs> no, funny, I've read this, i thought, goat's hair, what's special about goat's hair? I'd have, never, I'd have never thought of using goats' hair for, for creating something in a tabernacle. Would you? Do you know what this is made of? It's actually made of goats' hair. It's cashmere. So, somebody, somebody, somebody gave this to me. I, I didn't realise how expensive this thing is. Um, so I, I'm a bit more careful about it now because. And now I understand that, that God, God's, got, God's talked about goat's hair. I, I know. Do you know what goat's hair makes? Kashmir. What else does it make? Mohair and Angora. Isn't that amazing? I'm standing here with some goat's hair on me. It is amazing what you can make out of something that you wouldn't necessarily think of. It is also renewable. And what I want to land with is this is, I want God to start to show you what you've got that you wouldn't even consider that he wants to use to make his glory known on the earth, just as he did with the tabernacles and the temples. And I think we can concentrate on the gold and the silver and the bronze. But you know what? Some of the most practical things that I know, I'm glad I'm wearing this rather than gold at the moment. It has a practicality that a gold ring doesn't. I've got a gold ring. I don't wear it very often because my fingers are... It's not an issue. But <coughs> um, do you and I, at this moment, Wisdom will land on the ordinary things of life. And if you will... Take them and work with God with what you've got in your ordinary things of life. He will use what you have got to create something amazing, which he will choose to put on display for the whole world to see. And it tells us in Ephesians that God was going to demonstrate his manifold wisdom. And it means the word manifold is many-colored God is going to put his wisdom on display in all sorts of ways, and you are one of them. And what he's asking of you is simply use what you've got. And you might have some gold, or you might have some goats here. God can use anything to create something to demonstrate his glory. So I want to pray for you. Okay, you ready to receive some wisdom? Father, thank you that you are wisdom you're the creator of all things and now I ask you to deposit this gift of wisdom within us help us to use the things that you've placed in our environment within our stewardship for your glory whether it be gold or goat's hair And Father, I pray for the specific anointings of specific gifts. Lord, I want to thank you for our building. Thank you for Martin Steele. Thank you for the gift of a Bezalel upon that man who has guided us through this process so well. Father, we rejoice in the building you've given to us, Eastgate. And Father, I pray... For us as a church to demonstrate the manifold wisdom of God, the multicolored wisdom of God, so that the world will know that you are an amazing, amazing God. I pray you give us wisdom for our everyday lives, for family life, for marriage, finances, all the issues of life. Lord, I pray you cover them. And I pray that we go beyond Wisdom just to address problems. Lord, I pray you take us on the upgrade towards creativity and release creativity amongst us in greater measure, I pray. Amen.